welcome to Transmissions, where we talk about Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, we take a look at the next Transformers Bakujo Anime Girl. Last week's Hasbro Pulse fan stream reveals of upcoming Transformers Studio Series and Legacy figures. And we recap the Hasbro Fan Media Roundtable for Monday. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023, and this is episode 524, Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that doesn't know what happened to our new balloon-based podcast delivery system. We were testing it last week. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, which is Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for your continued contributions, and we really appreciate you guys uh, putting your faith in us and enjoying the show and helping us out. Uh, It's because of you that we can keep doing this every week, and uh, we really appreciate the support. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. Uh, of course, uh, there's lots of perks that come included with the membership. Uh, at the higher levels, you get some merchandise. Uh, but every level gets access to some bonus content. We got bonus episodes. Uh, first, our bonus show, We Like Big Bots. And that is hosted by Daryl and Dr. Pants. Uh, they talk about lots of different bots that they have and enjoy. Um, the most recent episode was on Victory Saber. That's very relevant since we just got the HasLab Victory Saber a couple of months ago. And uh, they go into that and a couple of other versions of Victory Saber that they also have. So you can take a look at that episode. Uh, we'll have new episodes coming soon. I don't know exactly when, but it'll keep going. We'll see. There's lots maybe, of big bots to cover. Yeah, Maybe a season two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're out of the, the buffer and yeah <laughs> yeah so uh you you, you might have noticed daryl's not here tonight uh, of course dr pants isn't here either they've both had uh unfortunately uh other commitments that couldn't make it but uh we'll get them back eventually and uh hopefully we'll get some more big bots too so stay tuned for that All right, Uh, we've also, uh, this week, we've got another bonus episode of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. Uh, So this is the early bonus version. It's uncut, lots of extra stuff that's cut out of the regular episode. This is episode 95, the Gravitas of Navitas. So you can check that out. If you are a Donatron, it will be on our Patreon page. It actually should be there right now, so you can check it out. And listen there, and then come back in a week to listen to the regular episode. Uh, if you are a Donatron, you can listen to it right now. If you are not, just got to wait for it to come to the free feed. That'll be next Monday. That's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. So enjoy. All right, that's all our announcements. So let's get into the show and talk about some toys. First off, we got some quick hits, and uh, Jeremy, start us off. All right. Um, we've been talking a lot about the, the Bishujo figures, because um, they're going to be at TFCon, and 
they have just announced their newest figure, which is Bumblebee. Uh, this is these these are the figures where they take a character they've done Optimus Prime and Megatron and uh, com, you know translate it into an anime girl style statue. And I think this one is is pretty good. It, it's got like she's wearing kind of a Bumblebee hood, um, but you know the color scheme is there and her belt is reminiscent of this, this image we have. I don't know if that's from the G1 Marvel comics or just kind of in the style of, but he has that V in his waist and her belt has that. I don't know. I think these, these are, they're cute. And I think they're, they're, they're well done, well designed. Um, you know, and I think we had seen a silhouette of this one. We knew that Bumblebee was coming. So, I imagine they're going to have this on display at TFCon when they go, but you know th- these are these are nice. They're officially licensed, and you know it's great to see them continuing the line. I'm just I'm wondering what's going to happen when they get to Grimlock. <laughs> That'll be interesting. The boots, uh, her her boots are what did it for me. I mean those those uh, those boots that look like Bumblebee's feet are super cute. There, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know why she has a like a pistol holster on well, her leg. I mean, it's his weapon, and how, where else is she going to put a pistol? <laughs> she doesn't really have pockets <laughs> or anything. So. Yeah. So everyone who's who's into the Bushujo, there it is. They're continuing the line. I imagine uh, people are eagerly awaiting the Starscream version. I wonder what oh, that's yeah. going to look like. And I like how they're doing like the goggles for the eyes that the are in the shape of the um the robot's eyes. They did the same thing with Optimus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is you know, it, it's a fun thing. And I'm sure the collectors of these statues, you know, are enjoying them. Oh, and, and there was also an interview with um one of the creators. Uh, it was translated from Japanese. Um, we'll have a link in the show notes to that too. I, I haven't actually uh, gone through it, but uh, here TFW two thousand five has it. So um, you know, be sure to check that out too. Yeah, and there's also like a survey you can do if you want to, and they have an English version of the survey you can take to if you want to give your thoughts on up future Bishujo Transformers versions. So. Yeah, and these guys are they. We did we talked about this earlier. They're going to be at TFCon LA, so hope you know if maybe they'll have this the the Bumblebee version there as well as well as the Megatron and Optimus. I don't know. So. I, I would imagine. I mean, it, it looks like the, these are final. Like you know, even if it's not shipping, it, it you know they would have a copy. Mm-hmm. It looks like they've done My Little Pony ones as well, but of course, My Little Pony has done a series where the ponies turn into actual people. Yep. Cool. Okay, next up, uh of course, this happened over a week ago, uh <laughs> but you know, our recording schedule we recorded our last podcast before the Hasbro fan stream, Hasbro Pulse fan stream, so we missed it in last week's episode, but uh, we've got all the information right now, so we'll just gonna we're gonna quickly run through it. 
Uh, and we've got more stuff uh, coming this week. So we actually are, are going to be timely this week. But we, first, we've got to go through the last week's Hasbro fan stream. They talked about a bunch of Rise of the Beast Studio Series figures. They had uh, a lot of these were had already been revealed, but uh, these look very cool. Uh, we had Studio Series 100 Deluxe Bumblebee. We talked about that, I think, a couple weeks ago. There is Voyager Battle Trap, which uh, we've you know we had already seen as well. That's that was already available. Uh, we had Core Class RC coming too, and the Deluxe. Air Razor. And then the one I think Jeremy was looking forward to, Leader Scourge. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of Scourge, right? Not not, well, quite. not not enough teal. Not any yeah. teal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so dark, it's hard to find a good picture because the woman behind him is also wearing black. It's... <laughs> and uh, we did at uh, what's kind of a real real reveal. We had core class freezer, which we did. We had seen the figure before, but we had not seen its alt mode. Right. And it turns out freezer is a target master. He turns into a blaster for scourge. And they showed that mm-hmm. off on the fan stream. Wait, where was that? That was. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's the weapon he's holding there. Yep. It's miss- another figure where they don't know what to do with his arms in uh, in alt mode. Right. <laughs> you also missed Cheetor. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, Voyager showed- Cheetor. Yeah. Sorry, Cheetor. Which we we talked about like last week, I think. Yeah, you. You got you got you got a whole uh, you got the episode image last last week, Cheetor. So yeah. you should be okay. <laughs> Cheetors never prosper. <laughs> I, was, I was very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, all those all those figures had already been revealed, so it was kind of just a recap of everything that that was out and was available for pre-order. But we moved on to the Legacy Evolution reveals. Here we had uh, some some things that had been leaked already, but uh, a bunch of a bunch of new stuff. Uh, we started off with the Core Class figures, so we had Core Class Grimlock, continuing the Core Class Dinobots, which are there are going to be six total Dinobots that will uh, combine into Volcanicus, and they showed off. The partial combined mode with Grimlock and uh, Sludge and Slug together. So you can see that Grimlock forms the leg, where Sludge and Slug form the torso. That is and... an ugly transformation. <laughs> just, I, I see, I've seen nothing but like ugh the leg online talking about this thing. <laughs> Well, I, I'm I'm waiting for the inevitable uh, Dino King re- mm-hmm. repaint. So I think yeah. that I will probably pass on the Dinobots and and just spring right for the Dino King whenever that comes out. So hopefully, hopefully we can get those figures, <laughs> and they're not like you know exclusive to Walgreens or something. Yeah. 
Although they're they're not medics, so I guess Walgreen Walgreens only takes medic figures. So. Right. I think a, a character like Dino King would be obscure enough to be a generation select. No, maybe. Yeah, like a gift set with all six figures. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's uh, Grimlock was the first core figure. Then we had Nemesis Prime, core class Nemesis Prime, repaint, of course, of op- of the core class Optimus. Is there enough teal on this one for yeah. you, Jeremy? Well, yes, okay. and uh, they mentioned that the axe is new for this one. And oh, okay. Compatible with other core class figures. So, cool. yeah, this one I, I think I'm going to pick up. I, I don't really get a lot of the core class, but this one, I mean, he, he looks good. Mm-hmm. And the last core class was Thundercracker. So we complete the Seeker core class figures. And they did give Thundercracker the null rays. Or I, I thought only Starscream had null rays. He, these are just arm cannons. Are they all have are they all called null rays? I thought it was only Starscream that had null rays. But but anyway, I mean it's it's good that they put them back on Thundercracker, but it's kind of weird that Star that uh Skywarp was released without the the gun so it's kind of like you've got this weird starscream had them thundercracker had them skywarp doesn't have them so that's still kind of weird <laughs> but there you go so if you're collecting the core class seekers the set is complete now with the original three so. just get an extra one that has the null rays and repaint them <laughs> sounds like a plan Okay, go moving on to Deluxe. So we start off with the Deluxe Junkion. We had also seen this leaked previously, and but we didn't have a name. Now we have the name is Crash Bar. And this is a Junkion motorcycle. A very different design than the than the standard Rekgar junk, Junkion design. So very interesting. Uh, and he does have the... Um, he separates into pieces, component pieces, like the... Uh, previously released a scrap hook. So uh, continuing the Junkion subline in the Legacy Evolution series. And uh, I think we, we talked about him already. He's a, he's a good looking figure. And I, and I like the asymmetry on the figure. And of course, the, um, the parts, you know, not parts forming, kind of anti-parts forming, I guess you could call it. Because he, he comes apart, but he still transforms I mean, without it's, coming it's apart. It's the weaponizer gimmick, but yeah. they're making actual characters out of them. And for Junkions, it makes sense. It, it's the perfect line yep. to do this with. Exactly. Yep. And, and, and I love that his weapon actually spins. You know, we, we don't actually see a lot of that uh, these days, but, you know, the, the blades pop out of his wheel. It, it's spun pretty freely when they, they flicked it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, next in the deluxe class, uh, continuing the Insecticons, we've got Shrapnel, and it's not Scrapnel. They got the they got the the trademark back. It's not Scrapnel mm-hmm. anymore. It's Shrapnel. So that's that's nice to see. Yeah, I think that so, happened the last time they released one. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it was a core class or something. Okay. So uh, this is, I guess, we had Kickback previously in the Legacy line. So now we've got Shrapnel. So of course, Bombshell will be coming soon. Uh, this shrapnel looks pretty good, so uh, it's probably in the same. It's in this the same uh, style as Kickback. So if you are chasing the Insecticons, here's your second one. So enjoy. 
Is that weapon um, one that resembles his original weapon, or because it looks like sound waves, at least the tip of it to me? Uh, I be- I believe that's that's styled after his original G one okay. weapon, G one toy weapon. It's just the, the tip of it looks like the like sound waves. Yeah, it, it does. It does look kind of, but but Soundwave, of course, has the big barrel. So right. it's you know, I think that the tip was just a missile that you plugged into the um, uh, to the barrel. So okay. Uh, but yeah, there's the shrapnel looking pretty good. Next on the deluxe line, we have a repaint of Skids, and this is Senator Crosscut. So uh, this is, of course, the following. Uh, the Japanese, uh, I believe the, f- the first time this was like a Japanese e-hobby exclusive that was released as uh, as crosscut as a uh, a silver silver colored skids version, and he's continued in several iterations. Uh, I believe he's also has a masterpiece figure, and he showed up in Lost Light and More Than Meets the Eye. He was a character on More Than Meets the Eye, the comic series. So. That's where the senator comes in, right? Yes, that's where he was a senator. That's right. So there you go with uh, Senator Crosscut. And uh, the next figure, of course, uh, the deluxe that we had uh, seen previously was Animated Prowl. So the introduction of the Transformers Animated Universe into the Legacy line. Uh, we had seen this leaked uh, back in December, I think. So we had we had seen this a long time ago. Uh, but now officially revealed here. And you can see uh, the updates they made to the prowl design for the animated prowl design he's a little bit chunkier not quite as 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 thin as the original animated prowl version uh to make him look a little bit more i guess the legacy line is kind of g1ifying all these characters but uh it looks good and uh then now a couple of reveals that we had speculated on last week so we have metal hawk and uh, this looks like, uh, and Evan talked about this, the designer, Evan talked about this on the stream, that he actually took a, um, uh, is a partial of Cyclonus. So Kingdom Cyclonus, he took that uh, that original design and built a metal hawk around that and, and worked with the Japanese uh, Takara designers to get the metal hawk design. So metal hawk was a pretender originally in G1. But they just focused on the inner robot uh, for this uh, this character, and uh, it came out pretty good. I mean, even even without the pretender gimmick, I think it looks looks pretty cool. And yeah. it's pretty amazing they got this out of Cyclonus. Like it doesn't, it hardly looks anything like the uh, Kingdom Cyclonus. Yeah, I mean, in robot mode, I can see some of the pieces that came from Cyclonus, but it, it's hard for me to tell in the vehicle mode that that's mm-hmm. what it was. But I'm sure other people have better eyes than me. <laughs> uh, and he did mention on the stream that, like, because I think it was brought up, one the Decepticon ones that they've done that were pretenders look like their pretender shell, but the Autobots all kind of looked humanoid. And yep. in, to keep it in scale with the other figures, it just wouldn't make sense to have a giant human. And it made it easier just to do the bot mode. Yep, makes sense. These those Autobots were always human lovers. They always had their pretender shells. Had to be look humanoid. So right. you know, very it boring. Had to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and of course, we had TwinCast. That was also one we we uh, had t- had leaked uh, last week, and it's just Repaint a Blaster. No surprise there. Of course, uh, it comes with Rewind, a repaint of Eject, and now I kind of have to get this figure because I want the Rewind, <laughs> right? Even though, even though I already have the Blaster, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, and they also showed with his weapon in the the boombox mode you can have it sticking up like an antenna that was in the show apparently oh okay i can probably do that with my blaster now. yeah <laughs> I i'm, I'm sure you out. can <laughs> but yeah i hope uh i hope at some point they're thinking about doing like a steel jaw or a, a steel jaw and ram horn to go with this blaster slash twin cast yeah i would love to just see a four pack of all the tapes Mm-hmm. like th- these modern versions yep yeah that would be cool okay and the last figure in uh, legacy was a leader class figure and it's from transformers prime and this was skyquake and skyquake uh, has some light piping so looks uh, uh you know throughout the figure and also has the ability to dock with needle nose in jet mode. So you can, if you have ne- the legacy needle nose figure, you can dock it with the Skyquake. which uh, I don't know. Is, is I don't it... know if they showed that. Let's see. I don't, I'm, I'm just wondering why, <laughs> what is, what is the point? <laughs> is it refueling it, or is it? Uh, I, I think know. the original toys did it. If Daryl was here, he would tell us exactly why. Because <laughs> there, I mean, Needle Nose was not in Transformers Prime, or maybe Sky no, was Sky. I, I think it was a G one. Okay. Um, or the um, not Skyquake, but uh, who was the um Dreadwing? Oh, dre- okay, or, yeah. Or Dreadwing, I can't remember. Dread Dreadwing, I think. Yeah, I think that that toy in Needle Nose could interact. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. So, of course, that means we're probably going to get we're probably going to get a Transformers Prime Dreadwing very soon. I mean, he was in the show too. Yeah, for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, Dread, yeah. Dreadwing, Dreadwing was the one who was like the the character who was there for long. With oh, he Sky, was? Sky Skyquake was killed like when he was introduced, okay. and then Dreadwing was his brother who came for revenge to get revenge on after skyquake died and then okay and he was voiced by i mentioned he was voiced by tony todd i remember that yeah (laughs) and daryl daryl made fun of me because i kept bringing up tony todd so um need to rewatch prime it was such a good show yeah so that's cool yeah i mean and again yeah i think dreadwing dreadwing was the more like the more prominent character in transformers prime so probably wait for that guy for that one to be revealed but yeah so that's all the legacy reveals and you can see all the um uh, all the characters there they had a nice little diorama and then so they did something that i think is very smart they had this they had this new thing where they had a um confirmation of future reveals called through the space bridge where they talk about figures coming up in the pipeline because i think they did this in response to the figures keep leaking yeah and they're like, okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna start teasing things on our own so we get ahead of these leaks. And these are things; these were all surprises. At least I don't think we had we had heard about these, had we? Uh, I think there was one 
I think there's one on the list that we knew about. Okay. I can't remember until we get to it. But uh, yeah, so we so they and they didn't they didn't have any pictures because they they just they use like stock um you know stock pictures of these characters since uh, they didn't want to reveal anything. But uh, yeah, through the space bridge we've got uh, first up we had a beachcomber. So beachcomber is coming. That's uh, that's going to be cool. I guess he'll probably be a deluxe instead of a, a core class. Like the they've been they've been scaling up all the mini bots to be mm-hmm. deluxe now. Um, then we have a G one DevCon, which is that was, cool. That so was that, a surprise. Yeah, the so only the bounty Def hunter. Con, and the only DevCon I think we've gotten before this was a collectors club or BotCon, one of those two. Yeah, and it was a, it was a re like a repaint of uh, Scourge, like a classic Scourge. Yeah. So now, I mean, I don't know if he's getting his own mold, but it looks like they're going well, to try to do something a little bit more faithful was to DevCon. There a Scourge and War for Cybertron. Uh, there, there was a studio yeah. series scourge. So, so there we go. It, it's probably going to be based off of that. Hmm, that's a, that's a good bet. Yeah. Uh, then we have another junkie on Axel grease, uh, oh. but they, we don't, we don't have a picture cause oh. he's, he's not, he's not a, um, he's a new character. So it's a new, oh, another right. new junkie on character, Axel grease. who also has the kind of the weaponizer slash Evo fusion. Then we had a re-release of War, War for Cybertron Dirge, which makes a lot of people happy who couldn't get in on the exclusive. Yeah. And uh, then a this is the one. Nemesis Leo Primed. So this is for Jeremy. Well, yeah, we had just talked about this, I think, in the yeah. last week or two. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. So um, that's, uh, and, and I mean, that's obvious, of course, because right. we already have the, the Leo Convoy. So if you're going to have any yeah. prime, you got to have a Nemesis Prime. <laughs> exactly. Then we have Armada Megatron. So that's cool. Uh, will it come with Minicons? I'm guessing maybe not. It seems like they've been, they've been leaving. I, I think they're, they're leaving all the Minicons to come as like a generation selects or something that you have to buy separately or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Then another uh, classic Optimus Prime that is going to be uh, basically a repaint of the holiday Optimus Prime Volvo truck. So that is uh, so it's going to be more traditional Optimus Prime colors instead of the Christmas Optimus Prime or holiday Optimus Prime colors that we have here. Yeah, they really talked up the um, the like how how well they enjoyed working with Volvo. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is kind of the beginnings of a series of working with Volvo. Maybe we'll have more like um, Volvo vehicles. Got to do that licensing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is all the reveals. Uh, so, uh, of course, the Space Bridge reveals were not up for pre-order because there's no information on them yet. So they're they're just teasing stuff that's coming, you know, probably six months down the line. So yeah. probably the next uh, fan stream will get more information on all those uh, those um, Space Bridge reveals. But uh, I I thought that I thought it was really smart for them to to start doing that now. So yeah. that's that's uh, you know they can finally you know get one up on all the leaks and i mean it's a losing battle but yeah it's a good thing that they're able to probably get it past 
legal and PR that they're able to do this. Yeah. So uh, I guess one uh, <laughs> one note, and I watched this live during the stream. They uh, the, and it's just just a one note to mention is that Evan, the designer, said he prefers Optimus Prime as a fire truck. So. Uh, <laughs> Now the, the if people are people are begging for the uh, RID two thousand one Optimus and, Prime Super Fire Convoy. So you you don't say something like that if it's not in the pipeline. That that is just a another hint as to what's coming. <laughs> and I, I am totally on board with it. We we need to have the fire convoy. Let's do it. And if you do that, then why, you got to do the Ultra Magnus, and you got to do the combine, and can, yeah. the, have them combine, and all that, right? Well, got to do everything. To. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the Ultra Magnus. But... Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they just did an homage to the Ultra Magnus in uh, Siege. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's uh, all from last week's uh, Hasbro Pulse fan stream, but. That's not all, because we had something coming this week, and uh, we won't. We we're in the past, so <laughs> stay tuned for future in the next segment. It'll be coming, so we'll we'll have a discussion about it. This week, the folks at Hasbro, the design team, and some of the marketing team sat down with a bunch of different Transformers media sites and. Uh, they all got to ask questions. Jeremy got a, a question in every. I think everyone pretty much got to answer one. Yeah, everyone got one question at least. Yeah, it was like so many over twenty sites there uh, uh, on that on that call. So, uh, Jeremy, how did it go? Yeah, it it was pretty fun. Um, I realized after it was scheduled that it happened like right after I was supposed to pick up my kid from school. So I was racing back after picking him up and then they started 10 minutes late. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't have to rush as much as I, I needed uh, as I was, but it was, it was fine. Better to be here than on my phone on a zoom. But uh, we, it, we met with uh, Delaney Norris, Ben McRae, Mark Maher, Evan Brooks, and Sam Smith, who I think out of everyone, Sam Smith has the, like every time he would come on screen, I'm like, this is someone talking for like a, a documentary interview or something. He, he had the, <laughs> the, the best um, like background and out of everybody just kind of, it looked, I don't know, it, just the lighting and everything was cool. So, um, but yeah, there was like around 20 sites or YouTube channels or just, you know, band media included. Um, and, uh, it was the ground rules were we could talk or we could ask questions about mainline like legacy uh, studio series and um, focusing really on what was re what was announced at the stream last week and mainline um, rise of the beast and earth spark were they're, they're done by another team so you know, people we're talking to didn't obviously want to speak out of turn, so those were kind of off limits. Um, so I'm going to go through these these questions. Might not get all of them, but um, 
uh, like you said, they, they went like they, they asked us to submit up to five questions, uh, but we were all guaranteed one question. And then at the end, there is a little bit of time left. So a couple of people got to just kind of ask um, one or two more, but it um, let's see, we'll start here. The Rodimus primal uh, from YouTube asked about the cassette bots and completing the sets and also about uh, sound blaster and twin cast, um, like not having the, the chess piece that could hold two tapes. Um, and, Mark says he, he wants to complete the mini teams, uh, but you know no confirmation on that. But and he also, when he was doing twin cast, he thought about doing the dual cassette chest, but budget was a concern, and also, um, it would have to be a significant reengineering of the blaster mold. And he just he thought that the mold itself looked good, and on the cartoon, you don't really see blaster with like a you know extended chest. So that that mainly it was the cost, um, you know, why they wanted to do a single cassette. cassette. Um, uh, this is Matt T. Uh, I'm not sure where he's from. Uh, I think he was from the UK, but I'm not sure what what site or anything. But he asked about Studio Series Air Razor and the similarities with the Kingdom transformation. And uh, they they said that uh, well, one were the new movie is not with ILM. It's with, um, I think it's moving pictures corporation or uh, some new, um, oh, yeah. Okay. Some other group is doing the, the 3d stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, when they were designing the toy for air razor, the, uh, I can't remember who he, he said he worked with at Takara, but, uh, they, they were like, when they, they saw the movie, they were like, they figured they could use the engineering from, kingdom air razor but it's not actually a remold they're just using the same techniques and kind of similar transformation so it's yeah the movie referenced some existing toy transformations and when they saw it they're like why don't we just do it like we've done it before so you know it's it's not reusing any any parts or anything but you know the i guess the, the science and the physics behind it were, were taken yeah i mean and i think we we commented on that when we looked at the toy we said it did look similar even though yeah. it didn't look exactly the same it did look similar to the kingdom air razor yeah. transformation so makes sense yeah um and then uh russ i'm not sure what his last name was um he asked what comes first the toys or the concept for the movies and the answer was basically it depends uh, uh <laughs> with Studio series usually the movie is first, um, which makes sense because studio series usually follows the movie significantly. Um, but the mainline stuff does work more in tandem with the movie. But with Rise of the Beast specifically, it was supposed to come out last year, but was pushed back. Which they they said this is the first movie that has ever had the the toys come out and be on shelves when the movie's released. So, or as far as Transformers movies, um, so you know, I, I I didn't think about that, but yeah, none of the other live action movies have had toys on the shelves when the movie was released, right? And they said there's roughly a, a two year um lag from when 
Like they, the plan is put in place for a a figure and when it's released. Uh, so Jack, I think this was he was from T Formers, um, asked about the Volvo Optimus and was it the original Amazon Prime that was rumored? And they obviously couldn't comment on anything that was um, never actually announced or released. But they have relations with Volvo because of the movie Devastator figure. Um, I guess those are Volvo construction vehicles. I had no idea. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but uh, they they saw what the Star Wars team was doing with holiday figures because remember they did like the stormtroopers and and stuff with the holiday mm-hmm. um, holiday designs and stuff. So they they did the holiday prime. Apparently went over really well, and that's why we have the the G one colors of that mold coming, and they're they're hoping that they're going to get more uses out of it. So um, I, I think you know they knocked it out of the park with that one. Uh, Anthony P asked um, asked about the time frame, like with the two year time frame. Any way to fast track any changes if an issue is coming up, or is that basically a a set window? And they said it really it, it depends because you know if they have to spend time investigating and like the, the yellowing stuff. Um, they, they have to figure out what the problem is and how to fix it. If it's a, a packaging type thing, they can get that through a lot quicker. Excuse me. Um, but they also said things like uh, Skyquake from, you know, it's the Prime Universe Skyquake. They took a lot of the feedback they were getting from the bulkhead and RC, and they said that that feedback was just in time to make some changes on Skyquake to make it more... I guess more like the prime character before it was it was too late to to lock in those changes. So that that was interesting to me that because we you know uh, bulk bulkhead in particular got so much flack and I, I think it's a great toy, but you know I, I understand all the criticism and I think the RC Prime I actually haven't unboxed mine so, <laughs> so um, but you know it. it yeah, I'm glad that they were able to get that feedback. They're, they said they're watching, they watch all the message boards and social media. And whenever they post something on social media, they get so many comments and stuff. So, you know, keep keep sending your feedback in because they are paying attention. Um, be respectful, they, though. <laughs> yeah, be, be respectful. <laughs> Remember, they, they don't have to do the social media stuff they're doing. And we want to keep encouraging them yeah. to do it because I think it's great. Um. They were asked about what universes they would like to tap into with Legacy that they haven't yet. Uh, this was by Anthony from TFU Dynfo. And uh, Evan said Energon. Uh, Mark said Machine Wars, which, I mean, that, that um, Skyquake mold could easily be a Machine Wars uh, Starscream. Uh, and then Sam just said nothing is off the table, which I- I'm taking to mean more RID 2001. <laughs> no, but anyway, I mean, they didn't want to commit to anything because obviously they have plans for a lot of these universes. Uh, I got to ask um, about Metal Hawk uh, and Cyclonus, um, like the the reuse of the molds. And let me get my actual question because I actually have it written down. 
<laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be home in time, so I had to print it out. Um, I asked about creating multiple characters from a mold design. Do they have plans or like an idea for a character and try multiple molds to in the early stages to see what works? Or is it just an idea like you see Cyclonus and you just like, I, I can see this other character like Metalhawk in that mold. And um, they said that many times it is planned because you, you do have molds with multiple heads and you have like the, um, like the cross cut from skids. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty common reuse. So that, that's stuff like that is planned. But with metal Hawk, it was, um, it was after the fact. And I mean, they, they do have a running list of characters and alt modes with possibilities on who can do it. But uh, Takara is also involved. And I think, um, in the previous stream, I think they mentioned that Takara really helped with the Metal Hawk. Yeah. But sometimes uh, the Hasbro guys will go to the Takara guys and say, you know, we have this idea and Takara um, engineers will come back with this like complete detailed plan. And the Hasbro guys are like, how did you do that? <laughs> so um, it's just a, a mix of both. And um I think the the ones like the Metal Hawk are really the more interesting ones because just you you can't see much of Cyclonus in that figure at all. Yeah. Uh, Proto Man asked, "How many heads are pre-planned in a mold?" Um, and they said, "Usually one extra is in the plan." There's a rare case that has more or less, but usually it, it would be taking up space on the mold of a weapon or a faceplate or something like that. So like the core Nemesis Prime, the axe was there in the mold. Um, and they said it got a lot better. Or they, they With this whole process um, and trying to like optimize everything, they're getting better about um, optimizing this with you know, they don't want to waste plastic or waste space on the molds. They want to make sure they can make as much as they can with each mold. So right. they're they're just getting a lot better with that. Let's see. Uh Matt G uh asked about Evo Fusion and specifically specifically the Junkions. Um is designing them easier or harder since they break apart and Sam said that since they retain their transformation and they break apart, it's a lot more difficult engineering wise. Um, vehicle part swapping was their major hurdle, but they are very happy with how it came out. And um, I did not jump in and ask about, um, you know, your character <laughs> and and whether they watch Empire Rust. Or listen to it. <laughs> I was tempted to, but I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> missed opportunity <laughs> yeah if we ever do get a chance to have them on us like toys are rested that would be the time we can ask okay i'm i i will keep my question ready for that if we yeah we get the, we, we yeah. get the chance to do that i'm until you hear part. otherwise assume they did yeah <laughs> uh, and then uh russ from uh, toys are rush um asked about the weapons packs just if we're going to get, you know, we got that those weapon packs a few years ago. If they're going to do it again, and the team said that 
they do have potential plans for things like that, but the brand and Hasbro are retail first. So it's difficult to take up development space for something that would likely just be a pulse only exclusive. They, um, they want to make sure it'll, what they do will go to retailers first. But they, they didn't rule it out. They just, uh, they, they just don't have any in the plans right now. Uh, Ryan, I think this is from Sabertron, asked about plans to address retail exclusives or of core characters that are hard to get. And specifically, this is things like the Netflix uh, characters, like Netflix Soundwave, uh, the um, buzzworthy line, stuff like that, where the during the exclusive window, the retailer, you know, might not or they might not be as how do I say this? <clears throat> they might not be paying attention to the market for Transformers as much as Hasbro because it's it's a you know yeah. small percentage of everything that they sell. So like Walmart might not want to order more of the Netflix Soundwave, but once the exclusive exclusivity window ends. Hasbro is free to reuse that mold. It, it won't be the Netflix sound wave, but you know they, they are looking at ways to um, reuse the molds once the window expires. And they said like within like five or six years, you might see it again. Uh, Cosmos was an unexpected hit. They did say that. And Soundwave is out of the exclusivity window. Um, so I, I would expect to see that Soundwave again at some point. Um, yeah, we got the shattered glass sound wave, which is the right. same mold. So yeah, yeah, I think they did, they did call that out. Yeah. So and then Bumblebee, they have to um, the the brand deals with like Volkswagen. They said are usually for the year that that toy is going to come out. So they would have to sign a new deal to reissue. But they said that's not a major issue because Volkswagen has been a very good partner. So I guess all the fears of Volkswagen not wanting to do the the you know VW bug mold is not really an issue anymore. It's just a matter of you know contracts expire and it's just a legal process they have to go through. Uh, Chris, I'm not sure what he was from. Um, asked about the, the tapes. Are they? their own mold or are they part of the blaster mold? Oh, this is Chris from uh Raider Free Cybertron. Um, oh yeah. X XV XV. Yeah. yeah. Um so yes, are the tapes their own mold or are they part of the blaster mold? So uh, regarding like the clear parts, you know, usually they're on the same mold and they are, but with Twincast, the window is darker than rewind. It's it's actually like a red shade, and Mark said that during his days as a prototype painter, he um, found this technique, and that's what they're doing. They are, it's the same part of the same plastic, but then they are painting the um, the window in a way that tints it really well, and that you know that's what they're doing there. So. Um, you know, I thought that was really interesting. 
Um, and see, I mentioned about the different teams. This was um, in the studio series. So let's see. Uh, Matt K asked uh, uh, Crash Bar anything about its development or what the character's personality is. Uh, the initial conception had input from Marcelo Mater and Dan Kana. Um, Marcelo was integral to the development. I think Dan did some of the more initial stuff, and then Marcelo was later on. Um, they pushed more towards the junk and like uh, Mad Max type vehicle vibes that are popular right now. Um, but they managed to keep the colors the same with the originals. Um, and Mark just kind of made up the term cadets for these new ones because they are smaller than the the G1 uh, Junkions. Um, that's not really canon, but internally they refer to them as the kids. Um, Junkion juniors. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, uh, they said when the crash bar sculpt is revealed, keep an eye on that because there are some secrets in there. So, um, yeah, I, I thought this was interesting. Uh, I, I love that they are still using some of the, you know, the talented artists we see on the comics in some of these concept arts. It, it would be really nice to see them pull in Alex Milne for some, just, I mean, you know, the artists that you can just see that they think about the transformation when they are yeah. des- designing the characters. Um, let's see uh, TFW2005 had to bring up RD2001 fire truck uh, um, <laughs> well actually just the fire truck mentioned on the last live stream and um, they said that they do appreciate the feedback and RID um, and, and then the love for everything other than G1 that's been getting lately officially they can't confirm or deny anything but Evan did pull off his um, R.I.D. Rail Racer and Build Team figures and said that he would love to do some of the combiners from that era. So, you know, fingers crossed for some more R.I.D. 2001 love. Uh, Juan B. asked about some of the favorite engineering that the team has come up with in the modern lines. Uh, Evan said Siege Hound was amazing, like particularly the legs the way the legs transform and just coming up with some standardized articulation that's now across all the lines. Mark couldn't really think of a lot of things because he was like, everything he was thinking of was things that are in the pipeline now that he can't talk about. Um, but he said, uh, going from skids to crankcase was a good, um, good engineering, like doing that remold. Mm-hmm. Angie access uh, making that transformation work, he, he was really happy with it. And then Sam said that the Junkion interchangeable vehicles was a high point. Uh, they want to encourage creativity in the fans and said that it, this exists because of the fan feedback. And no, then, cool. yeah. Uh, and then the last question here was from uh, Dixon C. It says, Rise of the Beast Cheetor um, was to have inspiration from beast machines. And he said that the new studio series figures are based on the movie models that they were given at the time of development. So obviously during the movie process, they change things. Um, But from when they started working on the toys, what they were given at that time, 
um, is what the Studio Series toys are based off of. Um, but the movie team did pull from prior toys, and they did see some inspiration from things like um, Transmetals in the, the movie designs. And then he, he asked about, asked about um, putting designer credits on the boxes, and they, they thought that was, that's awesome, but because of the five-language problem, it it would just take up even more space that is there's already so much text on the box um but they that's why they they're trying to shout out all the creators on the live streams and stuff so it, you know it, it's understandable and they, they mentioned how like smaller companies are able to do it because they are smaller but with hasbro you have so many people in the pipeline involved so you want to make sure that you don't leave anyone out and uh, i think they're doing a good job with the streams and also bringing up the takara creators yeah um and i think that's it for the initial questions uh there were some end of the stream questions um someone asked about the velocitron hot rod listing that just kind of showed up and went away. It's not really, uh, not currently planned out to come out anywhere. Maybe later, but not right now. Uh, I'm not sure which hot rod this was. This was the, uh, it was, it was oh. a recolor of the studio series. Okay. Hot rod that w- was showing up as a, as a, velo- as part of the Velocitron okay. legacy set. And yeah, right. yeah. It, it, we, we talked about it a few months ago, but yeah, never, never, never materialized. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they said that was someone that shouldn't have even had access to it that leaked it. But, um, the Dirge Earthspark um, or things like... Um, Earthrise, you mean, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it said Earthspark here, but yeah, I guess Earthrise. The, um, the non-exclusives that might have been hard to find in the stores. Uh, they're, and they said they're always trying to figure out how to fit them back in where the, the dirge is going to be just a straight re-release of the, the um, Earthrise one, but they're always trying to, to figure out, you know, where they can re-release some figures that might not have gotten it. Like um, say there, there's a team of figures like the studio series Dinobots. Someone might've just started collecting, you know, towards the middle or end of that. And you want to still give them the chance to get, like Grimlock and not have to pay crazy secondary market prices. So uh, there was another question specifically about that. And they, they, you know, they, they're just, they're, it's, you know, they're, they're trying to, um, to see where the pain points are, but, you know, can't always, especially with a company as big as Hasbro, just re-release things on a whim. All right. So, those are all the questions, but they also, they like to uh, reveal something on these calls. And um, they did in the PR email say that we could play some of the videos. So I'm going to play a little bit of when they were revealing a new buzzworthy Bumblebee figure. We have origin universe. This is origin origin Autobot jazz. So this is, Oh, wow iconic g1 episode where you know we did ufo bumblebee in the buzzworthy line a couple years ago 
Mark's like, we really need to get more of those uh, versions out there. Um, obviously, Jazz, super loved here, hover car mode. Um, so this will be available for pre-order later this month. I'm not going to give you a specific date just in case something changes, but that's what we're going to state. And now I'm going to let Mark show you the actual actual toy here. And I'm going to spotlight him for everyone. So you guys. Oh, nice. Banrific. As you can see, the hairdryer uh, razor is here. <laughs> He's looking spectacular, actually. Um, worked on this guy with Yuyasan, uh, and as you can see, he has uh, his nice little G1 uh, styled blaster weapon as well. You can see the clear canopy on the top. I mean, this was just uh, obviously a treat to work on because uh, his hover vehicle mode is like really, really cool looking and it's just very, very unique to the series. So um, this guy came out tremendous. I'll, 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 I'll get into the robot mode right now because I mean, as, as awesome as this like little hover car is, the robot mode is just bananas that uh, you'll see here that, I mean, it's just the, the accuracy of him in all of his glory let me see if i that is amazing, that's amazing. yeah definitely that's the Super best thing clean. i've seen all year <laughs> keeping the false chest that's where it's at yeah oh. had to do that i mean but, but it's accurate it, exactly right exactly that's right it doesn't really to... have that too much bad kibble but like this is the best part now 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 we're getting into the deets here you see how he's got his like little hand here boom he's got a little slot there and what's going in there is his grappling hook that is shown in the oh sweet wow the best part grappling hook pops off fits on the the tip of the gun so he can shoot that as well that is amazing come on uh no string though no string didn't do the string didn't get the approval on the string. But... The string would have made it a leader class. <laughs> <laughs> you have a like a nice connector joint here as well. Like uh, and there's in the hover car mode, actually, there is storage of that in the bottom here. You see that? Oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah. 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 So this uh yeah, man. This was just uh one of those things that just had to be done, and uh it it was done and it was done properly here because <laughs> this guy looks uh, really cool. He's got like, uh, you know, ankle rockers, wrist swivel. I mean, no, he does not have wrist swivel. Sorry, misspoke. He does have waist swivel, uh, heads on uh, ball joint, can look all around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is just. So that is, that was a, a great surprise. Yeah. I mean, and that's awesome that, I mean, we didn't have a hint of that before this, right? It, I mean, it was not leaked at all. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, congratulations to them. And they, they've already got the packaging and everything. So it's ready to go. It'll be, it'll probably be in store shelves in a, in a couple months or so. They said pre-orders into this month or, mm. you know, with the caveat that they aren't promising a date yet because they yeah. don't want to, you know, something happened. So, um, I, I am very happy with the um the way this guy looks. And yeah. it's just 
the the faux chest. I know you are not a fan of faux chest, but I think in this case you have to make it work because it's accurate get, to the cartoon. Yeah, that you get a pass there. That that's the you got you got to get a pass. That's the first episode of the G one cartoon. You know what are yeah. you going to do? That's they the had same... in alt mode that they were going to only use in that one episode. Yeah, I mean it was like it was like one scene. Like right. it was like less than a couple seconds of animation. Uh, it's the same with Bumble, the origin Bumblebee too, which yeah. I which I also got, which you know I, I famously paid too much for. <laughs> but um, the yeah, the origin Bumblebee also has a has a faux chest because yeah, you don't have a VW hood on your you know UFO the UFO mode that they they call it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean it's it's very cool that they're doing this, and um, and I know they 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 hinted at at more coming down the line so right. i am yeah i'm i'm hopeful for a wheel jack you, you're uh, not gonna do this one and then not have plans to do wheel jack yeah and then are, are we gonna get a a uh telephone pole sound wave <laughs> I, mean, I mean the this the siege sound wave can already do the telephone pole mode yeah. you could get some slight retooling and there you go yeah, maybe we can do that um and then tetra jets i mean I still am not a fan of the of the War for Cybertron Siege Tetra Jets. Yeah, uh, if they could if they could retool those Tetra Jets to be a little bit better, <laughs> or or just do a completely new Tetra Jet. Yeah, I think they yeah. they need to do that. They just uh, they said that this Jazz is 100 percent new mold. It is yeah completely new. So I'm awesome that they're gonna that they did that and you know this. The the colors look fantastic too. They just pop, but it just—I don't know if I would display that in the robot motor vehicle mode. It's just gotta buy two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the vehicle mode is just so awesome, and it does not have wheels. It, yeah, you know, just like the Bumblebee one, it doesn't have wheels. So. I I still you know this now I we got to put a pin in this for the next uh, the next like fan round table, fan media round table. We got to put the question in, what the heck is the buzzworthy Bumblebee line? Why, why right. does this line exist? What, what is the theme for this line? It, it's clearly not just Bumblebee. It's like, it's not even mostly Bumblebee at this point. It's the it's catch all, mostly... anything that can't fit anywhere else. <laughs> and yeah. And why, why did, why did this come about? And yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'm I'm not complaining. I'm just no. I just want to understand why yeah. all these figures are going in this buzzworthy Bumblebee line. <laughs> well, I mean the that the the line is a Target exclusive. Okay. Yeah, so you know it, it's probably just a a a line they developed for Target, and they also they did say Target was excited that that it was going to be revealed on this fan media panel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Target's aware as well, but some of the other retailers are kind of doing their own thing, like Walmart has their collector's con and, and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I think the Buzzworthy line is just, they had to, they wanted to figure out a decent name for an exclusive line. Bumblebee is, you know, will sell. I guess. I guess they were like, well, we want these toys to be buzzworthy. What buzzes? Bumblebee. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
but yeah that's that 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 jazz was that was a great end way to end the stream and yeah i'm looking forward to that i'm definitely going to pick that up hopefully i'll only pay retail price for it this time <laughs> well pre-order it yeah 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 i guess i got to do that yeah <laughs> so yeah i think you know this was a, a great afternoon i'm very appreciative that hasbro is including us in these um you know hopefully you can get on the next one you know it, i i think just timing and me working from home is why i can usually do these but the next time we'll make sure that you can schedule it in too bad uh we didn't have one while daryl was looking for work he could he could he, did, he was on the last one. Oh, okay all right so yeah um it was weird uh, not having like Vangelis on this one. So there was no Omega Supreme references. <laughs> that was sad. I think if they ever did make a legacy Omega Supreme, even like a core class one, I think his, he would just pass out. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone he, he, com- he um, brings it up, reminds them that, you know, the interest is there. But. <laughs> You know, it was it was nice seeing so many you know new names on it. There's you know a few names I, I didn't recognize offhand, and then like the Toys R Us guy. You know, we just knew him from that where he had um, who was it Mark was and it? Evan? Yeah, on yeah. So lots of new people, and that's great having new blood in there. So cool. Uh, I think that was probably it for this uh, roundtable. And, um, you know, looking forward, they they wanted to do more uh, and more frequently. So, you know, looking forward to that. Cool. All right. Well, uh, everyone get to stay on the lookout for, I mean, if you're in, I guess only if you're in the U.S., look for Target. I mean, I think in Canada they get stuff through GameStop or, or Toys R Us. Yeah, uh, um, they said on the UK, um, Smiths gets a lot of these, but not all of them. And someone from the UK was complaining about mm-hmm. that. But also with Hasbro Pulse being in more countries, just check there too. Yeah, except for Canada because of the exorbitant right. shipping. <laughs> Sorry, Daryl. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, that Origin Jazz, awesome. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was the fan media wrap up. Uh, thanks, Jeremy, for uh, for collecting all that information and uh, and giving us the lowdown. And that'll wrap up our toy topics. And we will move on to trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. And Trips to the Store is powered by TeePublic. So you can check out our merchandise store at TeePublic. Don't go to TeePublic.com. Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. And that's where you can find all our merchandise on TeePublic. There is a sale going on this week, I believe. So everything is 35% off. So check it out. Uh, Transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. You know, Buy some merchandise, get 35% off, still help out the show. We'd appreciate it. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up next week, right? <laughs> oh, it won't get there in time. But, 
but that's probably for the best. <laughs> Your significant other probably doesn't want a transmission shirt, but uh, get one yeah. for yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and put your significant other's name on the order. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Make it easy for him or her to uh, to uh, help you out, to get a gift for you. So. All right, let's talk about the stuff we got this week. Jeremy, I'm going to start off with you. All right. Uh, I got nothing new. Um, so I was digging around for some stuff to, some more stuff to display. And I found something I've been looking for for a while, but I, I didn't remember where I'd packed it. Um, this is my, um, my, um, oh crap, can't think of the name. Um, Kabaya kit, Fort Max. It, it, I was just thinking Fury model. And I'm like, no, there was <laughs> another name for model kits, but yeah, this is my Kabaya kit, Fort Max, and it came in three sets. So it's a it's a big thing. It's an actual headmaster, which uh, probably I should probably look at it as I do this. But, um, so you can see oh, the headmaster's like <laughs> fell off, but actual headmaster. Um, is it the head? Does there a headmaster in the headmaster too? Um, no. Okay, <laughs> it's not the double. <laughs> um, but. Not to find the legs where they fell, but he, he's a big guy for you know for a Kabaya kit. I uh, put them together years ago, but um, so I'm pretty pretty happy. I don't have any other Fort Maxes, so this is my Fort Max. Nice. Um, and then I, I was also I found where I had my um, Iron Factory. City Commander. This is a, a legend scaled Ultra Magnus. So I'm gonna put him cool. somewhere. I think this was one of my very first third party figures. So uh, it, it's a good Ultra Magnus, and um, you know the Iron Factory's got good quality. Even can't remember how long ago they did this, but um, you know it's a good quality figure. I need to, to figure out where I'm gonna display him. And the last thing I was going to show off, uh, kind of, uh, I I saw this one in in the box, and with Rise of the Beast, I was like, this is a perfect um, opportunity to kind of show probably some of the inspiration for that RC. And I have Energon RC here. She is tiny. Um, whoop! <laughs> I'm trying to. Turn the head there. Uh, I probably haven't really transformed this one in like seven or eight years. But here, try to focus. There we go. Oh, there. Cool. Yeah. So, well, and so she turns into a motorcycle, probably the first RC that did that. And looking at the Rise of the Beast um, RC, you know, there are definitely some. Um, some hints probably because there's only so many ways you can do a motorcycle into a robot, but you know, the color also, I mean, she's very, uh, very pink, although rise of the beast has the more G one head, but you know, she's got a little hairstyle there, but I, I, 
I remember really liking this figure, but she is just a pain in the ass to stand up because she is basically she's just on heels. <laughs> and the the new figure, uh, if I remember right, there is actually wheels on the back of her legs, which will probably help mm-hmm. with the standing up. But yeah, this is um, this was was a good figure, and I think it was one of the first RCs we had had in a long time. Uh, I can't remember. I guess there was never a G one RC, was there? No. Yeah, that might that this might, might have been the first have... RC. Yeah, well, we did have we had like uh, like Botcon, like the RC that was a repaint of Black Arachnia, like Transmetal yeah. Two Black Arachnia. But this might but, be like the first designed RC, yeah, first mainline. And mm-hmm. I remember I got this in I think around two thousand four because I, I think it was at Botcon when I got it. So and that is all the things I was going to show off this week. All right. I got one new thing this week. Uh, this came through from Hasbro Pulse. Uh, I had pre-ordered this uh, a few months ago with Tarn. This is Legacy Scrap Heap. Not Scrap Hook, Scrap Heap. <laughs> so it's me, you see? It's just like me. It's, it's uh, me. my <laughs> This is my uh my representation of my empire of rust character in the special episodes i was a junkie on scientist scrap heap turned into a tow truck so there you go hasbro <laughs> hasbro uh honored me by making my character into a real toy you should <laughs> sign the box and mark off heap and my hook <laughs> <laughs> i'll get a sharpie i'll i'll, I'll i think i'll do that i'll think i'll <laughs> do that just for fun but uh yeah i mean this is a cool this is a cool figure i i have i sadly didn't get a chance to, to take him out and play with him but i am going to play with him i'm going to take him out uh and uh it's cool to just see um you know a character i mean it's it's i mean because uh, hasbro didn't design this character around around my empire of rust character but it is cool to have an actual representation of my empire of rust character that's very close to what i envisioned him Mm-hmm. so uh it's it's cool and yeah and and i'm looking forward to the other junkions the junkion subline in this evolution line looks really cool so i don't know should i should i collect all the junkions oh that's that sounds that sounds like i'm going down a dark path there but um well yeah you need to get multiples yeah <laughs> um does have an Autobot symbol, so I, I thought the Junkions were not technically Autobots, but uh, I don't know if it's it's not going to focus. There you go. There it is. I, so. I think um, the toys have always been Autobots. Mm, fair enough. But uh, <laughs> yes, I didn't. I didn't open it this time. So yeah, I I, I didn't want. I didn't want to cause the apocalypse. So I, I I didn't open the toy this time. So, but yeah, that's what I got this week. And since Daryl's not here, I win. I, I get <laughs> I get the coveted spot for the <laughs> the end of trips to the store. Okay, uh, that's all for trips to the store. So we will move on to some feedback. 
We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Okay, we got a, a, a nice uh, nice little smattering of feedback this week. So uh, first, we had our friend Nathan, our newest Donatrion, Nathan, on YouTube, commenting on episode 523. And uh, Nathan, uh, yeah, commenting on uh, Daryl's prediction that Metalhawk would be a, uh, a retool of... of um, Giaxis. So Daryl, Daryl was close. He, you know, Giaxis is a jet. Cyclonus is a jet. So I mean, not too far off. But uh, Nathan, and Nathan comments. Nathan said, "Gosh, how close Daryl was to getting Legacy Metalhawk correct. Just as a, a Cyclonus retool and not a Giaxis. Sorry, Jeremy. I don't remember them saying anything about any particular gimmick. Yeah. So, well, well, they said that they weren't doing the gimmicks on the Pretenders. So." <laughs> Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> That's okay. Uh next up we got a comment from Twitter uh, from our good friend Robinus Prime over in the UK. And uh, he says, "Hi guys, sorry if I've missed it, but have you discussed your opinions of the Haslab Victory Saber since it turned up as you all got it, right?" Uh yes, we did all get Victory Saber. Uh I cannot give you much of an opinion because mine is still in the box. <laughs> I have not opened it up yet, but we did have a, we did have a discussion. I think Jeremy, both Jeremy and Daryl, talked about their victory saber. Um, there. <laughs> and uh, there were, I, I think you you had you were both kind of lucky, right? I don't yeah. think you had any any like major issues with them. Yeah, I think my. My only issue was um, getting the the little, I guess they call them brain masters, mm-hmm. out. There was um, the the uh, plastic seemed very weak and already saw some um, stress marks. So I'm just not going to get the, him out. Other than that, everything was okay. The chrome was perfect on mine. I think there might have been one tiny little spot, but I think I've really lucked out. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, got, we got lots of comments on Charles not opening things and things being right in the world. I don't know. I might have to go. I have to go on a spree and just open everything and, uh, you know, yeah i don't know (laughs) something really bad might happen but we'll see um so yeah so daryl's not here tonight but i will refer you uh, robinus to our we like big bots latest episode because that is all about victory saber so you should uh, check out what both daryl and dr pants have to say about their victory sabers i'm sure they are they go through their Haslab victory sabers in addition to other versions of victory saber that they have so um you can check that out on our patreon page so uh, i believe robin is is a donatron so if uh, and and you can check that out and see a whole half hour of daryl and dr pants going through that victory saber so enjoy that and the last bit of feedback comes from dj ronin Big friends of the show, DJ Ronan, uh, who is giving us uh, some fair, further clarification on 
uh master or oh wait this is this is alt mode feedback maybe i should oh uh, yeah, maybe i well, should move that to alt mode editor fix that <laughs> never mind sorry dj ronan we'll we'll, we'll mention this in alt mode <laughs> sorry <laughs> My bad. That was my bad when I got the show docs together. It's Daryl's fault. <laughs> okay. And that's it for feedback. And that will take us to the end of the show. So, as always, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. Uh, these are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level. And that's why we mention them in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82. We really appreciate your support. And uh, I do want to mention before we go, uh, we still are have our promo with toyhacks.com, our friends at toyhacks.com. So if you would like to buy some labels, stickers, anything from toyhacks.com, just use our code TM1234. So that'll save you 15% off your entire order at toyhacks.com. And it doesn't expire. You can use it as many times as you like. Until Toyhacks tells us they're not doing it anymore, you can still use it. So uh, save 15% at toyhacks.com and help out transmissions. Just use our code TM1234, toyhacks.com. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Really uh, appreciate you have checking us out, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com/slash/discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.